Did you miss me? Hey guys, I'm back. Hello. How are you, ladies and gents? I know it's been a little bit. I was on a trip, but I'm back. Hello. And today, we're going to talk something different than Queen. I think I've done two or three episodes of Queen now. And it's time to talk about something else. And I, I have this long list of things that I haven't been inspired to touch them. But I was thinking about something. It was actually right before we left for our little trip. And I, I noted it because I thought that would be kind of a fun topic to talk about. It's also an opportunity for me to acknowledge my weaknesses or things that have happened in the past that were not great things, but have helped shape who I am now and have also helped me learn how to recover. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about recovering and rising after things go wrong. When things go wrong, so there are going to be reflections of bad performances, slip-ups, sometimes completely out of my control, but ultimately something that happened that I had to react and adjust to, trip-ups, botched presentations, you name it. We're going to talk about all of these things today, and the great thing is I have an example for every single one of these, and I hope... As I go through this list of experiences, you'll think to yourself, okay, I had a moment like that. Or, wow, I remember when this happened to me and I reacted so poorly to that. You know what I mean? Or I reacted immaturely or I didn't recover like I wanted to. I think we've all had moments like that where something went wrong, especially in front of an audience or a group of people, and you find yourself choked up you trip, you fall, sometimes literally, and things just don't come together after that. You literally fumble the rest of the way through it. And by talking about my experiences I've had on my own that way and expressing to you how I felt, what I did, how I responded, I'm hoping that Number one, it helps you realize that you're not alone, <laughs> that we all have moments of imperfection. And number two, there is a way to gracefully recover yourself from that, to learn from that. And hopefully, as you continue to live your life, you can adjust to those kinds of challenges more successfully, more smoothly. So without further ado, I want to dive into the first example I have for you, and these are sort of in chronological order. Bad performances. This is my first example. And this happened when I was, I think I was 14. I started taking private violin lessons with a wonderful teacher. Her name was Javon. And I had lessons with her, I think, twice a week for a couple of years. She was wonderful. She helped me with my form. She taught me about music theory. She's the one who really got me to a great place as a violinist. So I was in this recital, which included other artists, other performers, pianists, vocalists, etc. They did it at the place where everybody came for their lessons. And I was playing a menuet, and she was accompanying, uh, accompanying me. <laughs> Can't say that word today. She was playing piano along with me. And I knew this thing backwards and forwards. You guys, I didn't need sheet music. 
I knew this song. I could play it in my sleep. I was comfortable. I was ready. But this was the first time I had done something like this. This was the first time I had played in front of an audience, and they weren't a very big audience, but I was in front of an audience playing solo. Yes, I was being accompanied by my teacher, but I was essentially playing this solo. And something very odd happened as I started to get into it. I started to shake and I couldn't stop. And see, the weird thing is, I felt like I was ready, the adrenaline was rushing, and that's where the shaking came from. But at the time, I didn't know how to stop this. So I just kept shaking. And if you've ever listened to a shaky violinist, then you know how horrible it sounds. You can't pull the bow straight on the strings. It sounds horrific. So I'm trying to get through this thing and I'm panicking further because I cannot stop shaking. And I kept glancing over at my teacher and she was looking at me like this was completely alien, which of course it was. This had never happened before. She was doing her best to keep me going playing on the piano. And somehow I managed to push through it without stopping and starting again. People will talk about stopping and starting again. The general rule of thumb is you never stop and start a song again when you're performing, unless there is a horrific technical difficulty or in some situations as a sign of respect or honor, depending on the performance, who it's for, maybe you start again. I remember that performance a few years ago when I believe it was Adele stopped at a big broadcasted performance and she started again. Now, normally you don't do that. You keep going, especially if you're in a band. If you're in a band, someone is going to pick up the slack for you, ideally. You'll cover each other and you can recover. But at this moment in my life, I didn't know what was happening. I, I wasn't prepared for what happened. So it, I panicked further and it made it that much worse. And I barely got through this thing without bursting into tears. And when I stopped, obviously I was a wreck. I didn't keep it together. I wasn't graceful about it. When you make a mistake, it's okay. And you need to let it go and you need to keep going. But I wasn't doing that. So when I ended this little performance, I was completely deflated on the verge of tears. And I don't even think I stood there to take a bow or anything. I, I think I kind of looked around and I went to the back where my violin case was and I packed up. And I remember my teacher coming to me and saying, it's okay. And my mom coming to me and saying, what happened? And I just, I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to get out of there <laughs> as soon as possible, right? But it was a wonderful lesson in poise and professionalism. Because when you're doing something like that, even when you make a mistake, showing it is not something that you do. And it's very hard not to react. And in my case, I didn't know how to control that rush. I found out later, a few years down the road, I'm in theater class, and I did a performance in front of the class, which went very well. But my teacher, who would critique us after we were done in front of everybody, looked at me and said, do you know you shake? And I was like, I do. And he, goes, he said, yeah, you shake. He said, that was brilliant, but you shake. And I was like, oh. And so it was then that I realized, okay, I get this adrenaline rush. And guess what? This still happens to this day. When I do a presentation, when I do a performance, anything public speaking in front of an audience, I will shake. 
but I've learned to channel that into something productive. I might even say to people, you know what? I'm a little nervous today. This is, this is exhilarating. I'm nervous about this. And saying that actually helps to diffuse the situation. Because guess what? Now, when I shake, it stops. It stops after a couple of minutes. I can recover. I can reconvene. <laughs> but that was a lesson in maturity as a presenter, as a performer, as a violinist, as a singer, a as, a, as a thespian, all of those things. When you go through an experience like that, it's awful. And that isn't the only one. I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys some more here. That's, that is the most nerve wracking one I have an example of, but that's not the only one. Slip ups. This is a brilliant one because it's actually kind of out of my control entirely. I was in color guard in school in the marching band, I was in color guard. It was one of the most fun, collaborative experiences of my life. I still think about those days and they were awesome. I loved the people that were in the color guard and in the band, it was a great experience. It was this wonderful feeling of being a part of something that's so much bigger than you are. And that camaraderie, there's nothing like that. So anyway, we rehearsed and practiced countless times, you guys. If you've ever done anything like that, then you know that is not something you just throw together on a whim. You do a lot together. Every single day after school, during the season, you're together, you're practicing. And I never had a moment in practice where I slipped, you know, where, where my foot went out from under me, where the grass was wet, where I, where I fell. You know, I don't, I don't think I ever had a moment like that in a practice. If I do, I don't really remember, but it happened at a performance and not just any performance, it was the performance. It was the one and only time we went to Mile High Stadium in Denver, Colorado. The stadium where the Denver Broncos play, we were in that stadium on the field. The final performance of the season, competing for everything. And we were right at the end of the first movement and I was in a circle with a few of my color guard buddies, we were doing our moves, moving in this circle together and something happened and my foot slipped and I crashed down to the ground and I dropped my flag and somehow I popped back up and flipped that baby and held it solid right at the end before we stopped. And I would say my recovery from the first example I gave you to that one is much better. But here's the thing, after our performance was entirely finished, that's when I broke down. We marched off the field and I put my flag down. That's when I started to get upset because I was out of the mode. I was out of the performance. I was out of it, right? I'm standing there beating myself up for something that could happen to anyone and certainly has. But I did recover much better. I managed to keep it together. And that probably came from years and years of other performances, theater, orchestra, et cetera. But it was, a, it was a really bad feeling because I let other people down. It wasn't just me. I let everybody down and I knew the moment it happened, I knew I was gonna get knocked for that. I knew the whole band would get knocked for that because every mistake is a knock on the points. Now, how you recover makes a difference too. But I still took a hit and it was a real bummer. But the point is, again, you learn how to get through things gracefully. You learn how to do it in a way that's much more mature as a performance. 
And again, this applies to anything. It doesn't matter that I'm playing violin or I'm in the color guard and marching on a field. It's, it's about you make a mistake, how do you recover from that? Here is my third and final detailed example, I think. Oh, I might have another one, but, but here's another one for you. Trip ups, literally. I'm on the stage, I'm singing a song I wrote. And this was still in school. I wasn't doing this as a gig or anything. This was actually in school I was doing this. And I was, I was in my element. I was way past the nervousness shaking, the adrenaline. I was actually in the mode. I was, I was having the best time. I was feeling it with the audience. It was great. And I had a corded microphone. It was not wireless, sadly. It's in my hand, this corded microphone. And I have these big sketchers on with a lot of tread on them. And I start to walk across the front of the stage. Like I own it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm strutting across the stage because I'm in the moment. And all of a sudden the microphone cord gets stuck in my shoes. Now I could have panicked and waved my hand and had everybody stop. But I stood there and I'm like, okay. I moved my microphone to the other hand. And I started fiddling with the cord, trying to pull it out of my shoe. And of course, it doesn't want to come out because of course I'm on stage. That's just how it works. But I managed to keep going. I didn't stop. I kept singing. I kept going. It took me about 10 or 15 seconds, but I finally freed myself from this cord that was a bit like a snake at this point. And people actually clapped when I got out of it. And they laughed and I kind of, you know, you have to acknowledge that. You have to remind yourself, okay, it's not, it's not me. It's the situation that they're responding to. And to see, to think about my evolution as a person, not just a performer, but just as a person and dealing with those problems and those challenges when they come at you, because they will, it's... It's kind of amazing to think about how we mature and what we go through and how we get to these positions where we can say, it's okay that I made that mistake. It's okay that I fell backwards, maybe literally. It's okay because it happens to everyone. I think the last example I was going to give you guys was something about presentations, botched presentations. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I remember now. So this was actually fairly recent. I was doing a presentation at work and it was remote because it was, I think, in the summer of 2020 or something like that. I was doing a presentation to a bunch of people and I had prepared for this. I had done test runs. I had done everything I could possibly do to prepare. I was ready. I was excited to do this for people. And then something happened. So because I had tested, this had to do with, I think, Google Analytics. And because I had tested with a Google email address I'd already used, I didn't have a spare account I could use to test to set up Google Analytics because I was taking people through things step by step. So I ran into all these issues with that. And then I had issues with the firewall for some reason. Then I, it was just this barrage, this onslaught, this avalanche of one thing after the other for this hour-long presentation. And I felt so awful. I did the absolute best I could. I tried to show screenshots of things to people. I apologized profusely. I wasn't going to avoid it. I wasn't going to say, oh, 
I'm so, I, I don't know what to do. I'm out of here. You know, I, I wasn't going to abandon these people that took time out, out of their day to watch me do this presentation. So I decided to stick it out and do the best that I could. And it was awful. But luckily, I went back and did the exact same presentation again. I think it was maybe a month later. I did it again with the training team, and it went much better because I, I approached it an entirely different way. And that's the thing is my mistake of trying to do it one way actually told me, okay, you got to take a different approach. So I did. And it went very, very well when I did it a second time. And that was a learning curve too. Oh, <laughs> I guess that wasn't the best way to present this kind of functionality, this kind of setup with a presentation like this. So again, you live, you learn. And I guess what I'm getting at here, aside from you know sharing these little stories about my life to you guys and these mistakes that I've made and things that have happened to me that were very challenging is how do you respond to those kind of stressful situations? Whether they happen to you because it's purely an accident, your foot falls out from under you, or you did something to cause a major hiccup in whatever it is you're in the middle of, a presentation, an interview, whatever it is. You're in front of someone, you're in front of people. How you present yourself matters. You wanna be authentic, of course, but how you present yourself matters. And I think that's why the pressure, the stress is always there. But being real has its perks too. And that's why I say, if you're nervous about something, or if you're feeling that, that jive and you're feeling that energy and it's got you, it's okay to be like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped up and adrenaline rushing and I'm a little bit nervous and this is exciting. You know, you can say those things. It's okay to acknowledge that. I have a really good friend, bless her. She's really good at presenting, but she hates it. I know a few people like that. They're very good at being in front of an audience and sharing information, entertaining, et cetera, et cetera, but they don't like doing it. Or I've known people that are phenomenal on a stage, performing or, or speaking. They're, they're naturals at it. They don't even get nervous, but they don't want to do it. Not because they hate it, but just because that's not their vibe. And that's okay too. But at the end of the day, these recoveries from these instances or incidents, if you want to call them that, are very important. How you recover is very important. And you can't expect yourself to always recover gracefully either. It takes a lot of, it takes a lot of time. And unfortunately, we have to go through various challenges to get to that point where we're comfortable when we make a mistake in front of people and we can say, oh, I'm sorry about that. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's just move on because we're flawed people. Not, and not any one of us is perfect at anything we do. We can get really close and we can expect that from ourselves and each other, but it's not going to happen. Even the best of the best of the best are going to have those moments. And I am not calling myself the best of the best of the best. You guys, there is always room for improvement. I am harder on myself than anyone else. Honestly, when I see someone go through something tough like that in front of an audience during a presentation, et cetera, I kind of, I want to rescue them and be like, oh, you got this, you know? 
never, ever, ever make it hard for someone if they've been through a situation like that. Because I can tell you right now, they are beating themselves up a lot more than anyone else is going to anyway. So it's important to not just give yourself a break, but give other people a break. Anyway, that is my little story. Those are my little examples of recovering and rising when life comes at you, when things happen, when things go wrong. There's a great trance song. I think it might be on that Trip and Trance compilation, maybe the first one. And I think it's called, that first song is called When Things Go Wrong. I'll have to check that out again. Anyway, it's good to be back, you guys. Again, I'm sorry that I was gone for a little bit, but I'm back and I will be back again with some queen deep dives. In the meantime, keep yourselves alive. Go easy on yourselves. And when you think about the stuff you've been through in your life that was tough and you had those moments where maybe it wasn't so graceful the way you recovered or maybe you didn't recover, at least not until later. But then you think, okay, look at what happened more recently and how things went. How did that go? Was it better? I hope it was better. And it can always get better. It can always get easier. Give yourself grace. Give yourself breathing room to make those mistakes and learn from those mistakes and just do better for yourself and learn. Never stop learning. All right, guys. Take care.